Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Lions TV, this is your post-match analysis video for last night's Horrendous, horrendous 3-1 defeats on the road against Ipswich at Portland Road, live on the Custard and Jelly. And as I said in my full-time reaction, as a neutral looking in, you probably see that result and go, yeah, Ipswich 3, Millwall 1, Ipswich a second, Millwall 19. Sounds about right, but it was honestly, genuinely, one of the worst Millwall displays of performances from a bunch and a group of so-called professional footballers I've ever seen. As always... Let's kick off the show by taking a look at the 11 that Joe Edwards picked to start the match. And two changes were made from the team that lost against Coventry. It was like for like again. There was no tactical changes. He went four at the back. Okay, we got the win at Sheffield Wednesday on the road. We had good away form going into the game. So there was an argument for that's fair enough. Two changes were George Honeyman taken out and Ida Momaku replaced him. And the big one was, of course, Jake Cooper dropped out the side and was replaced by club captain Sean Hutchinson. In hindsight, that absolutely didn't work because we got done aerially for a couple of their goals, one directly and one indirectly set up, you know, from a, from a knockdown. And going forward, again, as I said in my, in my full time, that the only chances we managed to create, most of them, are from headers, from Cooper, from corners or long diagonal free kicks from Murray Wallace, which isn't great, but... Right here, right now, we've got to take what we can get, and that eliminated any threat we had from crosses into the box. And I think it showed area that we do massively rely on Cooper, so I expect to see him back in the side on Saturday. I said as well that I want to take some positives from the game, okay? So looking at that, um, three things. One, it couldn't fucking get any worse. It really, really couldn't get any worse. I know semi-professional footballers that would have done a better job than some of our players last night would have stand up and been counted and been able to be relied on like men to do basics. Um, so that's one good thing. It couldn't get any worse. It can only get better. These defeats as well. Now, I may be opening Joe Edwards' eyes a little bit more to what the problems are. Maybe Sheffield Wednesday papered over the cracks. You could argue that Coventry... You know, three is the magic number. As I've said at home, we've lost the Leeds 3-0 at home. Swansea 3-0 at home. Um, but yesterday, I think that could be the one where Joe Edwards, I think even he was shocked 
at full time. And that's another positive that I'm going to take from the game. I did my full time reaction. That went out before we saw what Joe Edwards had to say. I've not seen all of it, of course, because it's behind a paywall on Mill TV. But the minute and 10 seconds that I saw, he pretty much echoed everything that I said. You know, everything I do with these players during the week, none of that. I saw none of it at this game. And they have not, not reacted to what I've planned or what I've picked team and formation wise. They have not done the basics. You know, they, it's very, very bad what they try to perform as basics on a football pitch, as professional footballers. So, well done to the gaff. It must be difficult for him. And he's now becoming accustomed to what managerial life at Mill, especially and in the Championship, is all about. So, yeah, look, getting into the game, I've said this as well. It doesn't matter who's in charge, Rowett, Barrett or Edwards. We always concede these stupid fucking early goals. We did it against Preston. Uh, we've done it countless times away from home. It just gives ourselves a mountain to climb. And it's, it's so easily avoidable. It really, really is. It's really got me down last night. So I was in a bad mood anyway during the live stream. I just think I started calling a few things for what it actually is. I'm not trying to dress it up. I do always try and be honest. But last night I went in hard on a few players. Um, and unfortunately, it's warranted. You know, some of them have been good players for us. And when the rebuild does happen, hopefully it happens in January, I don't think you'll see... Edwards go for any forward-thinking players. I think he'll start at the back because that's where it starts. That's where our issues now lie, um, playing out the back, but also now defending as well. We always said Murray Wallace, Jake Cooper, Sean Hutchinson. Okay, they can't play, but they're out and out, snot blowing gum, showing old school centre-backs. And now, unfortunately, two of those are absolutely gone. Murray Wallace, you know, maybe I was a bit harsh last night on reflection, 200 games for this football club. And he has done well for us. He's always been a trier. He's an athlete. He's not a footballer, um, but he, he's, he's gone. He's absolutely gone now. Sean Hutchinson as well. On reflection, watching the goals, Black, oh, he hasn't played loads. Maybe it was a bit of a wild one from the from the gaffer to throw him in there. It's such a game where you know that the opposition are going to be coming at you, hammer and tongs from kickoff. Uh, but he's gone as well. And I think, as I said, the rebuild will start from the back. We're 1-0 down in no time at all. Um, they get down our left-hand side. They whip one back across goal. It's a really good cross, to be fair. Ryan Longwood doesn't give their guy a lot to aim at. But as it comes across, uh, I freeze-framed it. I won't put it on the screen because I can't bother getting double copyright after I actually bothering to do this video because I really didn't want to do it anyway. Um, watch it back. It's on Sky Sports. You've probably seen it anyway. But they go up, they challenge, okay? And there's, there's two or three in there, around two or three players. And I think it's um, Hutchinson, Harding, and someone else. Now, they're all taken care of. Now, this for me isn't tactical. If I'm in there and I'm Casper the Ballon d'Or who's on the edge of the box, or I'm Murray Wallace who's standing in three on the left-hand side of the box, or maybe Sean Hutchinson who's dropped a bit deeper and can see the whole play, and he's not actually involved in competing to try and win that header that gets knocked down by, I think, George Hurst it was, then that's not tactical. That's not down to the manager. That's going, okay, read the situation. They're all there. They're jumping for it. So what else? What other issues and dangers are there? Right. There's Connor Chapman. And he, I said he likes to arrive late and he scores a lot of goals from deep, but he was already there. He hasn't even made a great run. He's just standing unmarked in the D on the edge of the box. Now, for me, Murray Wallace, Hutchinson could see that so they could get there. Maybe Casper de Bell and York could come from the other side and, and bust the gut to get there because he could, he could see it as well. Maybe that's a bit harsh on him. But the other two, the ball's there. They're jumping, right? What am I doing? Fuck all. Okay, what are the dangers that could come from one header on goal? Bart's there. It's from a funny angle, so he probably won't score. What else? All right, Colin Chapman. Great player for them. Number 10, likes to arrive late and score goals. Oh, fuck me. There he is. Okay, I'm going to go out and cut him off. 
They just stand there. They're like, but as well, I've looked back on highlights. They're not even like statues. They're just all running around with their heads up their ass. They're all ball watching. They just looked miles off this pace and the pace of Ipswich Town, who are a team that have come up from League One. Yes, they got a new manager bounce. Yes, they're a very good side and they're more than warranted to be in this division. But come on, boys, fuck me. That just comes with experience in games. You know, I got injured. I'm only about 24 years old, but I could have, I could have told you that from that age, playing at the shit level I played at. It's there, okay, knocked down. What's, what's, what other dangers are there? This guy here. They're all just standing there watching. They're standing there watch, and um, he hooks one in the net. I don't know what um, our sponsor, Kev Toomey, bless him, love him, love his videos. I don't know what he was saying at full time when he said that Bart was at fault for the first. Maybe it was the angle he was at, but Bart, no chance. And again, if it wasn't for Bart last night, we could have been absolutely, well, he was taken to the cleaners anyway, but not score line wise. Uh, one nil down. So what do we do? Okay, let's get our heads on it. Let's just keep the ball for 10 minutes. We don't have to venture forward. Let's get a feel for the ball. Let's get a foothold in the game. Let's try and keep the ball and get a little bit of confidence and a little bit of possession and build from there. No, we just fucking carry on. And Ipswich get their second. They overload us again uh, from left to centre to right, back to centre. And again, it's, it's the same culprits. There's three of them standing in the line. I think it's Murray Wallace, uh, George Savile. Is the deepest player almost, and Sean Hutchinson again. I don't know what they're doing. Casper Denor's right there as well, and they're just fucking static. They're just standing there watching Ipswich willy nilly doing what they want on the edge of our box. We've already conceded one goal from that exact position, and we conceded a second, a great left footed shot. Bart again, no chance. And I felt for the big man last night against his old club, but he done himself proud. Um, and we're 2 0 down. After that, okay, alarm bells. Now this is getting serious because not only are we in front of 30,000 fans away from home on a freezing cold night in East Anglia, we're on the fucking telly and the world's watching. So we need a leader to step up and say, right, this is not fucking happening. This is what's happened for two goals, and now it needs to stop. We need to stop them getting balls in the box. And if there is any knockdown, which we're not winning the aerial battle off George Hurst, then we need to be on the second ball and we need to cover the players that are coming in from deep. They've scored two goals already like it, so someone now has got to come and sit. Every time the ball goes into our box, my first job then as a central midfielder, or even if I'm in goal, I would say, right, every time now, ball in the box, your first job, Savs, or your first job, Casper de Ballon d'Or, is you drop onto the edge of the box and you pick up any spare bodies. And we don't fucking do it, and they need to score again. Bart makes a really good save. They hit the post, and it's actually to the point of embarrassing. Um, they eventually get the third. And I called this, this is beyond basics in football. Ryan Longman, who I like as a player, he flashes in and out. I think with a run of games in a better side or an improving side, he could be a good player. But he's got the ball in left-back position and he looks up. And one thing you never, ever fucking do in football, you get taught this from a very young age, you never go across your own box. He's gone long diag from left-back. Worst case, mate, just fucking put it out for a throw-on or just clip the channel. He didn't have many other options because our players... Just running around in circles with their head up their ass when defending, but when on the ball, no one fucking moves. They're all like statues. He tried, I called it in a live stream. He does this fucking ridiculous diagonal into an area where it just gets picked up by the centre half. He travels. Ipswich fans are screaming, shoot, because they know we're absolutely rocked and in pieces. Um, and he puts it left. Again, ball into the box is too easy. And, and a header. And again, they're all fucking ball watching. He heads it in from a long way out. It's a really good header, but again, no chance. But what are they doing? No more balls into the box. Okay? No more balls into the box. Centre midfielders, one of you drop and get on the drop from any knockdowns uh, and let's try and get into the game. The two wide men, these two wide fucking strikers is killing me. 
And it's killing Ida Momaka, his confidence, because he's a good young player. He's had one game up front, like I said, last night. Um, brilliant game against Preston. And we've gone to we've gone to put him back on the wing. And it's just it's just no good. And the half time, as I said in my full time again, it cuts through a two shot, Andy Myers and Joe Edwards in deep conversation, this, that, and the other. And at half time, expecting wholesale changes. I'm expecting Ryan Leonard maybe to come on or Billy Mitchell. I know some of you don't want Billy Mitchell, whoever, I don't care. Someone to come on and sit in front of that back four because that was where the problem lied and it was going to continue to come. If we could stop crossing into the box, then fair enough in the first instance. But in the second instance, you have to be in and around that the edge of that box and, and cutting out any knockdowns or being on someone, at least making them fucking do. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Something and, 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 and get their money's worth out of you to, to get past you and get shot on goal. They were fucking queuing up. Now, half time, he said in his post-match to Gaffer that he, that he did... It did fucking change it tactically at halftime. I must have missed that because for me, all it looked like was a like for like. It was honeymoon on and a Maku off. Cheers for your confidence, Maku. There you go. Brilliant young player. Done really well. Force your way into the fucking thinking and a squad. And now the first team, you're just going to get buried. You get 45 minutes, stuck on the wing, and I'll make you the scapegoat. Terrible, terrible bad management, in my opinion. And the fact that he's changed nothing there at halftime, I, I, I don't know what he's thinking. I might be wrong. He said he changed it tactically. For me, it looked like a like-for-like substitution. Um, absolutely baffling. And in the second half, it did just carry on. It carried on in exactly the same way. The guy that scores the second nearly scores early on again in the second half, but he puts it wide from an exact same position. And then Bart makes a back-to-back -back brilliant double save. Again, ball's coming in and dropping down to people in those exact positions. So I, I don't know why he didn't change it tactically. Um, I don't know what his plan is tactically. For me, the one up front, I said it was working last year for us. It isn't working. Now, for whatever reason, I don't know. It isn't working. Too many players non-existent. No leaders out there. Too many people to go, oh, fuck this. Don't fancy this. You can see what we can see. They're all looking around for someone to say something. Um, and, and they aren't. They just all look shot to bits. I thought it was a knock-on effect from Gary Rout. And for those saying, I said it last night, my title, my video was, what have I just witnessed? And someone said, well, what you're witnessing, Dan, is life after Rowett. Fair enough, I'd take that on board. However, we was losing games like this away against Norwich. We was losing games like we lost against Coventry under Joe Edwards, under Rowett as well, against the likes of Leeds, against the likes of Swansea. So I don't feel we've gone 
backwards, we were just a bit more difficult to beat, but we shipped a lot of goals towards the end of the Gary Rowett era. So I don't really accept that. Uh, I just don't know what we're going to do. I don't know what we're going to do. He has to change it. If he wants to go forward at the back, then for one, unfortunately, Murray Wallace is, is, is gone. He's got to come out. Um, Mr. Hutchinson's gone. He's got to come out. It was a bad move to, to take Jake Cooper out. I don't know. Um, and then at right back, I don't mind. I don't mind Dalton Cuffey. He can do all the hard stuff brilliantly, but the basics he can't do. And if you're going to play a flat back four with him at right back, and we're already going to play ultra attacking or try and get forward, he can't play there because he's not really an out and out right back, I would say. I still, you know, he's a young player finding his feet in the game, and I don't think you're going to see him end up as an out and out right back in, he, in his professional career. So for me, he goes fucking walk about, and then you're stuck with three old ends at the back. And, and, and we're just getting absolutely fucking torn a new one. The midfield, Casper the Nor, you know, he didn't do a lot. I feel that now I like him in Savoy midfield. However, I will say, especially look at that third goal. All right, Longman shouldn't have done what he did. But where the fuck's the midfield? The midfield seems to be a little bit non-existent for me. And I just feel that it needs to be a complete tactical change. But I don't know what Joe Edwards' mantra is. I don't know what his outlook is on football. And it may not be a bad thing now because he's seeing is as bad as it can be and as terrible as some of these players are. And he said that. This is terrible tonight. I apologise to the fans that travelled and I apologise to all the Mill fans that watched it all over the world. This is not acceptable. They, they're not done the basics. And when you can't even do the basics in, in football, you're bang in trouble. And that's exactly what happened. Tom Bradshaw will get hate. I'll get hate for backing Tom Bradshaw. Yes, Kevin Nisbet come on and scored, but he, he converts a really good goal as well by Nisbet as well. And I did back him to score in the game. So I'm not hating on Kevin Nisbet. Um, the, you know, the goal that he scored, it's a really good ball in for Longman. We didn't put any of those balls in from Bradshaw. And people say, well, Bradshaw runs around a lot and he's over here and he's over there. He's doing what Lee Gregory did in that in that second season back in the championship. He's not getting any service. So he's, he's going, looking, trying to create things for himself. And that isn't his game. He scored 17 goals last season. And now what people in the comments saying, he's League One. But he wasn't League One last season. It was back to Bradshaw. We love you, Bradley. You're the greatest thing. See the sliced bread, two fucking hat-tricks on the telly. He hasn't become a bad player overnight, unlike Zian Fleming. Um... So, you know, if a centre-forward thrives on being a bit of a fox in a box, converted chances from balls wide, then, yeah, he will score goals. But if he's not getting any service, what do you want him to do? Stand in a six-yard box and just stand there? No, he's going to still graft for his fucking dough, and he's going to go looking. He's going to try and get wide and get deeper and try and make things happen. He probably shouldn't be doing it because it makes our forward-thinking ideas even worse and our, and our attacking prowess even fucking worse because if he drops, then we've got no one up there. But... Uh, we haven't, I don't know what to do, but if you don't like Bradshaw, that's fair enough. Okay, start news bit in a Macca with centre forwards on Saturday. We have to beat Sunderland on Saturday and we have to change the formation of this team. The wide wingers has to stop. If Edwards wants to play attacking, we have to put a CDM, a full-time, would have been an old-school anchor in, in a diamond midfield. I'm not saying play a diamond midfield, but you've got to sit someone in front of that back four. And I know I'll get hate again. I think Billy Mitchell could do it because he can keep the ball. And it don't matter whether he plays it fucking sideways, backwards or through people's legs. Last night, it was exactly what we needed on the pitch because yes, he would have gone backwards. Yes, he would have gone sideways, but we would have kept the fucking ball a lot more, which keeps Ipswich off the ball and allows us to fucking build a bit of momentum and get a foothold in the game. Um, the second half, as I said, yeah, more of the same because Edwards didn't really change anything, in my opinion. And they continued to come. Bart kept us in it and then they made subs their self. And the, the, the game sort of fizzled out. Nisbet scores a really good goal. That's another positive to take from last night. I, I'd like to see him play. I was buzzing when we signed him. But my boy said to me, you know, why don't you want this bit of play? I said, I, I do. But he's been, he started the season. Then he got injured. Right? Then he come back, scored a couple. Then he got injured. 
So if he's if he's injured, he can't play. Look, there's nothing I'll do about that. Hint, sorry, boy. Um, but yeah, look, two up front. I don't know. I, but this one up front and two wide men is a complete waste of time. I'll be tempted to go three central midfielders and be a little bit more deep. Ryan Leonard, I keep saying that Joe Edwards wants to invest in youth. Ryan Leonard absolutely has to play in this team. He's one of the few players that can play football and keep it. And that's what we need to start doing. If you want to be all out attacking, you need to fucking ball your feet. You can't be all out attacking and not be in possession of the ball. And we have had more possession since Edwards has been in charge. But my God, last night was one of the most horrendous performances I've seen from a group of men. I would actually, at full time, I would I would have stood there and said, "You, a lot of you lot here tonight need to fucking look at yourself as men, not as footballers, because that is not fucking acceptable. That would not be happening. I don't care how good they fucking were. That would not be happening. Even the standard I played at, some of the people I've played with that were good fucking non-league players, that would not happen. Wouldn't be happening. It doesn't matter how fucking good Ipswich are, how good Kieran McKenna is. Uh, it, it just cannot happen. As men, they need to stand up and go, what the fuck is going on here? Um... You know, I love I love Sean Hutchinson, club captain, but he, I don't, he doesn't seem vocal anymore. He doesn't seem like an aggressive leader. We're lacking so many things, and we're not going to get everything we need with the budget we've got in January. It's going to take a long, long time. I said it before, it's going to be a long winter. Winter is coming, and it could last 10 years like it does in fucking Winterfell. Um, will we go down still? No, I don't think we will, because I think there's other worse things around us. I am now looking over my shoulder at teams like QPR, picking up points, Sheffield Wednesday, picking up points. Um, very difficult, very difficult to try and pick the bones out of, very difficult to try and predict and look forward into how we can improve it. For me, it's got to be a total change of clientele. I'd take four or five of them out Saturday and I'll freshen it up with a mix of youngsters, getting this bit and then the back in the side as well. And, um, you know, goal out attack, that's fine, but do it in the right way. Have the right fucking team on the pitch and the right structure and the right formation to try and take it to Sunderland. They're on the rocks a little bit, not doing too great. Um, but yeah, we lose the game by three goals to one, and maybe the goal at the end, which was a good goal, maybe that flattered us a little bit on the scoreline, because, you know, as I said at the start of the show, a neutral looking in, it was 3-1, yeah, sounds about right, but it was so fucking wrong in so many different ways, and I know I wanted to grow it out, as many of you did, so it is now time to grin and bear it, and see what comes next. He's saying all the right things, Joe Edwards, he's saying all the right things, um, but we can all talk a good game, it's whether you can fucking produce it. He needs time. He don't need three games. He needs 10, 20. He needs the rest of the season. And then get us safe this year, uh, which I think we still will, as I've said, and then reassess it in the summer. But this team needs investment now. Um, this could be the stumbling block because we can't be borrow and steal and loan and fucking uh, contract and 48 years old but played in the Premier League three times. We need a complete fucking overhaul in this team. Complete overhaul. And it's, it's, it's tough to watch. And it's going to be... At the minute, for me, tough to see how we can fucking turn it around. But football's a funny old game, as Jimmy Grease once said. Everyone's beating everyone in this division. So hopefully, Saturday, we can set it right against the Sunderland side that's struggling. And I'll be back tomorrow for a preview for that game. Can't wait for that one. That'll be up about 3pm tomorrow on Friday. And we'll be back at the den on Saturday for a live stream. <sighs> Please subscribe to Lions TV. Come on, you Lions, for fuck's sake.